Character 2, A Magical Beginning. The wheelchair was smoking, but there was no fire. Marie rushed in. What was that? Are you okay, Chris? Yes, says Chris. Is my wheelchair okay? It seems to have been hit. It looks okay, says Marie. No damage, then I'm off to sleep again, says Chris. Chris woke up. Oh, Marie, I had a bizarre dream last night about dinosaurs. I was a bird flying above the jungle. Oh, well, back to reality again. Time to get up and get dressed, says Chris. Chris looked at his wheelchair. He was confused. Marie, did anything happen to my chair last night, called Chris. Yes, Marie replied from the kitchen during the storm, but we checked on it and it was fine. Okay, so why have I got a new chair? What? said Marie. A new chair? Where? How? Marie strode into Chris's room, confused. What's going on, Chris? And she froze as she saw the most technologically advanced wheelchair she had ever seen. What is this? What have you done with your wheelchair? Chris innocently raised his hands. Nothing, he exclaimed. This isn't funny, Chris. That wheelchair isn't yours and it looks expensive, really expensive. I agree, said Chris, but my old chair is gone and this one is here. But how, Chris? No one has been here. It's just us. It must be a replacement after what happened during the storm. Replaced by whom, Chris? Your godmother? Father Christmas? God? Whispered Chris tentatively. I think God would give you new legs over a wheelchair, mate, frowned Marie. Look, I don't know where this has come from, but it's here, said Chris. Shouldn't I make the most of it? Marie stood still, her arms folded, staring at the wheelchair. It's a miracle, reasoned Chris. There's no reason for a wheelchair to be here unless it's for me. Actually, announced Chris, it doesn't matter. My old chair is gone and a new one is here. Let's get on with the day. Marie didn't say anything, but helped hoist Chris into the new wheelchair. It feels comfier than my chair, noted Chris. Marie returned to the kitchen, confused and a little unhappy. Chris looked for the controls on the chair, but there weren't any. There's no control, Chris called to Marie. No joystick, no screen, nothing. Confused, Chris sat back in the wheelchair. Just then, a blue shaft of light shot up from the right arm of the wheelchair. Chris had never seen anything like it. The blue light got wider, and in the blink of an eye, Chris saw it was a holographic screen. Marie, called Chris. Marie appeared in an instant. Chris, what is it? She called. Chris, grinning proudly, nodded at the holographic screen. Okay, what does that do? Inquired Marie, relieved he was okay. Don't know, said Chris. Good though in it? He pointed his finger towards the screen and the chair shot forward. Chris threw his hands up in shock. Fortunately, the chair came to a sharp stop. Enough, shouted Marie. You nearly fell out of your chair. Lucky you had your seatbelt on. It hasn't got a seatbelt, replied Chris. I didn't fall out. I am stuck to the seat. How did you move that chair? I didn't. It moved by itself. That's impossible. It can't do that by it. What did you do? I just pointed at the screen and it went forward. Chris slowly pointed towards the screen with his finger and the chair gently moved forward. He pulled his finger back and the chair stopped. I think it's hand gestures. It moves by hand gestures. Chris pointed to the left and right and the chair turned from left to right. What about brakes? I just put my hand up and it stops. He looked at Marie who had her hands on her head. Chris, said Marie, you need to get out of that chair now. Don't worry, Marie, said Chris, as he always does. It'll be all right. You always say that when I'm worried, snarled Marie. Frustrated, Marie went back to the kitchen. What else it can do, wondered Chris. 
He looked at the holographic screen. There were four buttons, destination, home, transform, and adapt. I wonder what destination does. Chris pressed the destination button and the frame of the chair vibrated. His stomach felt like he was on a roller coaster, like gravity was being warped. There was a loud noise like a thunderclap and the chair vanished. Marie burst in and gasped. Chris, Chris, she shouted, not knowing where Chris had gone. In a split second, he returned, looking pale as a ghost. What did you do, said Marie. All I did was press a button, replied Chris. I think I went back in time, Chris explained. It felt like I was dreaming again, but it was real. What was real, asked Marie. I think I went back in time, Chris said. I was in a dense, untamed jungle. The air is thick, moist, and misty. I didn't recognize any of the plants. A startling rustle in the bushes sent shivers down my spine. I turned, only to come face to face with a massive dinosaur. I was as big as its foot. The scene from the jungle replayed in front of his eyes. I couldn't believe my eyes. Dinosaurs were extinct millions of years ago. What was going on? I must have been dreaming, he muttered in disbelief. Fearing for his safety, Chris glanced at the wheelchair's control panel. One in particular caught his eye among the array of buttons. It was shimmering subtly. It was labeled home. Without a second thought, he pressed it, hoping for a miracle. The jungle vanished instantly, and Chris was back in his living room. Marie looked at him, her eyes wide with panic. She heard everything he said, but couldn't trust his ears. What happened? You disappeared for a second, then reappeared. No, I've been gone ages, Chris replied, still trying to process the experience. It must be the wheelchair, Marie pondered, her voice a mix of curiosity and disbelief. I think it's magic, like a time machine. His eyes sparkled with wonder, and a joyful smile spread across his face. No way, Marie exclaimed, sceptical yet intrigued. We must be dreaming. Look, Chris said, pointing at the control panel. Press the destination button and think of somewhere you love. Marie hesitated for a moment before pressing the green destination button. Suddenly, we were no longer in the living room, but surrounded by a field of dazzling daffodils and multicolored tulips. The sky was a brilliant blue, and the warm sunshine caressed their skin. Oh, it's so beautiful, Marie gasped in wonder. It's just like the picture on the chocolates I got you, Chris pointed out. See, it is magic. Do you believe me now? Chris asked, a smile widening on his face. Yes, Marie replied, the words softly falling from her mouth in awe. I certainly do. They spent the next few hours roaming through the flower meadows, indulging themselves in the serene beauty of their surroundings. But as time passed, a familiar sensation crept up, hunger. With an exchange of glances, they decided it was time to bid farewell to their blissful meadow garden. Chris selected the home button, and in a torrent of blurred colors, the meadow's sights and scents were nearly instantly replaced with the familiar sight of Chris's living room. The pair stood in silence. The insanity of their discovery and the impossible abilities of Chris's once ordinary, everyday wheelchair was hard to wrap their heads around. Neither could comprehend their feelings. It was like describing a new color. While trying to come to terms with the possibilities now in front of them, three young friends came in through the front door, Ellie, Fletcher, and Freddie. A chorus of hellos was met with a sudden silence, and they laid eyes on Uncle Chris's intriguing new chair. Before Marie could turn to Chris and place her finger on her lip to suggest discretion, Chris let it rip. Guys, I had the most incredible dream last night. 
I was time traveling. It felt so real. And then I woke up to this. He gestured at his transformed wheelchair. The children's jaws dropped and Marie's hand moved from her mouth to her forehead with an impactful slap. Ellie was bouncing with excitement. That's bananas, she beamed. Do you think this chair is somehow linked to your dream? Maybe it's a sign, proclaimed Fletcher. What if this chair can travel through time? Freddie, ever the cautious one among the three, interjected. Time travel? That's a huge leap. But after seeing this transformation, I guess anything's possible. It is a time machine, said Uncle Chris, feeling a little boastful. The atmosphere in Uncle Chris's house was crackled with excitement and a hint of trepidation. After inspecting the holographic control panel, the button labeled Transform was the one everybody wanted to press. Uncle Chris pressed the Transform button. Instantly, the wheelchair began to morph. Two platforms extended from underneath the armrests and folded into new seats, followed by a third seat at the rear. It's like a transformer, exclaimed Fletcher. It's more than that, Chris murmured, his thoughts racing. It's like a time machine wheelchair. Look, it can even transport all of us together. Marie nearly exploded. You're not taking the children with you. It'll be all right. We're safe. We'll have a look around and not get involved in anything. Don't worry, it will be all right, Marie. Chris was optimistic about what he was doing. Every time you've told me not to worry, Christopher Lucas, you've done something dangerous. Marie wasn't happy with that attitude. Marie, always wise, regarded the chair with a mix of amazement and caution. This is remarkable, Chris, but remember, with great power comes great responsibility. We need to think this through carefully. Absolutely, agreed Chris. We need rules and we need to avoid attracting unwanted attention. Like in films and comic books, right? Said Fletcher. We shouldn't change anything in the past. It could mess up everything. Move a chair and I become a butterfly, Ellie said, and we should always come back in time so that our parents don't get worried. We can't just disappear into another time. Freddie's brow furrowed, and he added, We also need to stick together no matter what. No wandering off. Time travel could be dangerous, and we don't know what we might encounter. The group fell into a thoughtful silence, pondering the possibilities and risks that lay before them with the transformed wheelchair. The excitement was palpable, yet so was the gravity of the responsibility they were about to shoulder. They knew one thing for sure. If they embarked on this incredible journey, they would do it together, following the rules they set to safeguard their adventure and the world around them.